We're back. We're back. Episode two, season <laughs> Welcome, listener. Hope you enjoyed our nice little serenade. Hope it got you in the mood to learn some lore. Lore is... It's something special. It's not like a book. You just crack it open. <laughs> just dig in. No. It's like a crock pot. Yeah. You gotta simmer on it's it for a while. It's a slow cook. He's a slow mm. cooker. But at the end... Oh. Oh, so good. Melts in your good. mouth. Mmm. Delicious. So let's get into some of that lore. Let's, let's get it. Let's heat that crock pot to low, throw in a couple ribs, a couple <laughs> Bigfoot ribs, and uh, start cooking, shall we? All right. So, yeah, this episode is Bigfoot. Um, we talked about Bigfoot a little bit in our intro episode, but for the most part for this episode, we're going to be sticking to the Americas, and for the most part in the Americas, the western coast, pretty much like California, Oregon, Washington, maybe a little bit of Canada. Um, that's the central hub for kind of the American Bigfoot, but we talked briefly last time, like there's the grass man in Ohio. Uh, there's one in Arkansas. Yeah. There's an Arkansas one. I know there's one in, uh, like Idaho or some shit. Yeah. And then on the East coast, the most popular one is, uh, Sasquatch. Sasquatch. But yeah. there's also, I think that there's one exclusive to like every state, Pretty local much. myths, but exactly. all depicting the same thing. A large, hairy, bipedal, ape-like creature mm-hmm. walking around. It's reclusive. It's intelligent. It's, yes, very intelligent, mm-hmm. and it's uh, hard to catch. Yeah, hard to hard to even snap a photo of. Yeah, wouldn't you believe it? Totally <laughs> real though. Yeah. Oh. 100%. Oh. <laughs> yeah. If you're not a believer, uh, sorry. Skip to another podcast. You're a bitch. <laughs> Just kidding. Please stay, like, download, share, subscribe, and tell your friends about us. If you're not a believer, you're going to be. Yeah. Booyah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay, so let's talk about the history of Bigfoot. Let's talk about it. What is the kind of... I know we briefly talked about this last episode, too. The kind of origination of the idea. Uh, what was it? Competitive? Oh, yes. Um, uh, the competitive exclusion principle. Yes. Modeled after Georgie... Francovich Gauze's book, The Struggle of Existence. Okay. In 1934. Kind of the idea that as new species come into new habitats, they might outcompete um, the original species of said habitat. Correct? It's um it's just that the two species with identical niches cannot coexist indefinitely yes. in like, okay. one place. Okay, makes sense. Yeah, and, so there are yeah. you yeah. use the example of pythons. Was it python? Just snakes in Florida? Pythons in the other Everglades, yeah. Oh, yeah, in the Everglades, they which is in Florida. are different animals. They're different species from the alligators sure. who are native there. But both predators dominate the, like, riverside ambush niche. niche. Okay. And pythons are seemingly doing it better than the alligators, and it's upsetting that ecosystem. Gotcha. Um, yeah, and we see the importance of apex predators in... We see it daily in ecosystems, both locally, like with those pythons in the Everglades, and on a global scale. Mm-hmm. I'd say that humans are currently the apex predators of the world right now, and it's kind of on that predator to uh, maintain the balance of an ecosystem. <laughs> to maintain <laughs> the apex predator grind set. Yeah, that apex <laughs> grind set where you got to keep <laughs> your bitches in line. Yeah. The snakes breed faster and seemingly eat 
more than the alligators, and so that's sort of, yeah. that's really fucking. Including everybody. the alligators, they also yeah. eat the alligators. <laughs> you know that alligators get their energy from the sun. Maybe it's crocodiles. No, I one haven't. or both of them. That's how they spend a lot of time sunbathing. Well, that makes sense, huh? Like in the sense of like just cold bloodedness, or um, there's like an actual like energy reaction that comes from <laughs> their photosynthesis. I think kind of. I picture him like SpongeBob in that episode where he refuses to go outside. Yeah, and he's just like laying around. He's like photosynthesis. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's kind of like that. But you know the, the the meat and the fleshy material they eat. That's just to like maintain mass and sure you know fat stores and stuff. But Certainly, if they want to like. They're cold blooded, so they don't really use energy, a lot of it just existing. So True. They, they keep their heart rate low and just stay in the sun and keep warm. Wow, that is kind of cool. And they can just hang out. So they're, yeah, they're, <laughs> they're what? Energy conser- conservation. They have an energy com- conservation mindset. Yeah. And that energy <laughs> grind conservation <set>. grind <laughs> Energy grindster. Yeah. Uh, anyway. Anyway. So this idea kind of. Almost refutes the idea of scientifically of, of Bigfoot coexisting with humanity for long. Yeah. Uh, if they were here before us, they're certainly not here now. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, civilization. Boom. <laughs> Thank you, Bo and Osamara. Um, and if they weren't here to begin with, I mean, well, the and sightings it, that we'll go into in this episode, I mean, it is very, it's it's very difficult to find any actual evidence. Tangible, scientific, empirically driven evidence that shows these creatures exist today. Yeah. Okay. okay. Cool. Take us away. You got some history for us? Take us away? Okay. I got a little bit. I got a little bit of history. I got a little bit of lore. Cool. So, Bigfoot, um, we'll go with, and this is the American one. So, I'm on the, uh, I'm on the National Guard website. Oh, okay. Um, and, you know, they talk about... It's the U.S. government. They go all the way back to the earliest annals of history in North America mm. when they colonized. <laughs> Amen. 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 Mm. And they would. The late 1700s never looked so good. Mm. Yes. So, and they, uh, on the National Guard website here, for some reason they have like a Bigfoot tab. They have like a whole Bigfoot <laughs> oh, section. Yeah. Legend of Bigfoot. Very cool. Yeah, apparently pretty pretty front and center too. I see the um, the shortcuts that list them on the top and a little banner. It says homepage, Legend of Bigfoot. Wow, okay. <laughs> so you get some Bigfoot lore. That's, that's high up on the that ladder. National Guard homepage. Yeah. So it's kind of kind of interesting that they say he's not real, and then the National Guard puts it on the front page. Yeah, like, who's the biggest threat? Yeah, come on. Or maybe being in the National Guard just is that boring. <laughs> It's that it's that dull. You really do. If there isn't a natural disaster, they are just Bigfoot hunting. They're just Bigfoot hunting. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Okay, well, what does the National Guard have to say about the Bigfoot legend? <clears throat> First of all, the common name of Sasquatch comes from the Salish Sasquits. Um, on the National Guard website, they also say that the Algonquian, which we covered in Season 1, Yeah. Of North Central region refer to a Wittigo or Wendigo. It's kind of interesting. interesting. Bigfoot and Wendigo are not they are similar. Different. They are different. Based on our mythological research, yeah. the Wendigo is a spirit of greed that harbors any individual yeah, that consumes like human flesh. Possesses you. And it is yeah. notably not very hairy. No, All it is it is also notably emaciated. Yeah. Not yeah. No no body mass. And Bigfoot is known as to be large. 
very hairy uh-huh. and have a very strong build, like an ape-like build. Yeah. So hmm. that's yeah, that's that's National Guard lore for you. Wow. What the government didn't do their research? The on, government on history. What? <laughs> what? No. So they claim that the first sightings of Bigfoot came uh, like eighteen hundreds, late seventeen hundreds. Gotcha. You can hear tales of seven foot tall hairy men stalking the woods, occasionally scaring campers, lumberjacks, hikers, and the like. Hmm. Okay. That's all I have to say. On it. I thought I would bring that up because that's that's, that's interesting. Like, that's all the it's yeah. either there's two likely possibilities. Mm-hmm. Absolute ineptitude went in this article. Yeah. Or they're covering something up. <laughs> and we know the government loves to cover they shit up. They love to cover shit up. Remember Watergate, listeners? <laughs> You're probably too young for that. I know we are. But uh, MK Ultra, a government program, got leaked when they were burning a bunch of. <laughs> documents government documents to cover up any more government corruption uh so are they hiding bigfoot is that what i'm hiding. hearing that's what i'm hearing is that the national guard <laughs> is covering up bigfoot. yeah should we talk about mk ultra for the listener who doesn't know i would i would just like just yeah. briefly crash course yeah yeah basically uh during the era of the cold war when russia and the u.s basically started a bunch of proxy wars and <laughs> impoverished countries for dominance of political ideology. Nice. Um, the U.S. tried to, uh, they picked random citizens, completely random, and dosed them with LSD to see if they could try to do any sort of mind control experiments on them. Essentially creating sleeper cells, is, I think, was the idea. Like sleeper agents? That's Sleep, the one yeah. where like, you, make, you say the code word and they just turn to a killing machine? Yeah, exactly. Nice. All their like, secretive training yeah, just goes crazy. But eventually, a man committed suicide from being a part of these experiments. Uh, and that was covered up. The only reason we know about this MK Ultra document, uh, it was being sent during the Watergate crisis. Uh, lots of... <laughs> You could only assume similar documents were being shredded. Uh, MK Ultra was subject to be shredded, but it was accidentally sent to a different government building agency, and it leaked from there. <laughs> it wasn't shredded, and that's how we know about it, it was because of an accident. That's the crash course on MK Ultra. Pretty kind of crazy that that's a that's an actual historical thing that happened. That's nice. Yeah, that's <laughs> man. That just really comforts me about our government's decision making for the greater good. I feel safe. I feel I feel like I'm not going to be kidnapped and dosed with psychoactive drugs. Oh no! <laughs> government, what are you oh, doing knocking no. on my door, Mister Government? <laughs> you going to feed me magic mushrooms and peg me until I have psychic powers? Oh no! <laughs> Classic. Okay, anyway. Anyway, Bigfoot. Yeah, so the, the National Guard is clearly covering up Bigfoot. The National Guard's covering something up. Yeah. And what do they like to cover up more than indigenous history? So I went into <laughs> okay. a research article. Uh, now, this one is uh, also by like a U.S. government service, but it's the best thing I can find. Okay. This is in... Another credible source. Stanislaus National Forest. 1977 in California. Okay. This is a research article of Mayak Datat, the hairy man. No, the hairy man. Tell me about the hairy man. So it is, yes, the Yokuts. Yokuts? 
Yokon. Are the Yokons a native people? Yeah. Okay. Uh, they occupied the entire San Yokon Valley of California. Yokon, or fuck you say it. The Valley of California. From the Sacramento <laughs> River. I don't know. Walk, yeah. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> from the Sacramento <laughs> River to the Kern River. Okay. And from the Sierra foothills to the coast ranges. 35,000 people, 40 tribes. SoCal. SoCal, so yeah. SoCal. Okay. There is a pictograph on one of their painted or on painted rock, which is a site in the Tool River Indian Reservation, east of Porterville. It depicts what we would describe as Bigfoot in a region where that Bigfoot stuff is popular. Sure. That, so like, like heavily forested. Yeah. Isolated. Um at least from civilization. Yeah. And in California, which we said like Washington, Oregon, and then up and down like the yeah. forest that California coast. Mm-hmm. Kind of mid to northern California yeah. definitely has. Uh, yeah. Yeah. A prominent Bigfoot history. That's certainly where the Bigfoot idea kind of blew up. Uh, yeah. I'll give you a, pic- uh, a description of said pictograph. Okay. It is known as the Hairy Man or Mayakadatat. Or Sunsinut. Many Im- names. Impressive speech. Good job. That's, <laughs> that sounds difficult to pronounce. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't practicing. <laughs> That's for sure. <laughs> just just on a whim. <laughs> yeah, I was, we just pulled that out. Yeah. <laughs> but the hairy man picks a, a two-legged creature with its arms spread wide. It's done in red, black, and white pigment. Um, it's two and a half meters high and almost two meters wide. This is definitely that is most, huge. This is the most dominant pictograph on the painted rock. Okay, this is big at like godlike hairy man, huh. and it's called that because he has what appears to be long hair and large haunting eyes. Yokuts identify the lines coming from its eyes as tears. So, how old is this this pictograph? Which is does it say, or do you have a rough estimate? Approximately one thousand years old. A thousand, okay. A thousand years. That's old. That's pretty impressive. And that's one of the biggest ones. Okay. You know what being pecked is for a rock? Sorry, peg? <laughs> we know what that is. What's being pecked? I don't know what being pecked is. This is by being pecked and painted and then pecked again to ensure a long lasting effect. Oh, maybe just like dabbing on it? Probably. I don't know. Peck sounds like it definitely seems like a preservation. Yeah. In the stories or in the creation myths, I believe the painted man is weeping. Over a lot of Native American creation stories are recreation stories. Yeah. Again, they have those ideas of animism that everything has a spirit and that these spirits are just sort of finding homes. Yeah. On different worlds, different you know things that are created by the Great Spirit, and uh, it's just sad that people are here. <laughs> That's. <laughs> Bigfoot said that it got invaded. Yes. <laughs> mm. That is very reminiscent of native <laughs> native tribes. Yes. Uh, um, they do have a story called Food Stealing, where it shows the hairy man is fond of an easy meal. Okay. And so he steals food. There's also one called When the People Took Over that I believe also includes the hairy man. That um, just talks about how animals have had to adapt to people. Yeah. The human's arrival. And it describes it as like all in one affair, similar to how we we talked about the ideas of the like competitive exclusion. Um, mm-hmm. So it's cool that over like a thousand years ago, or stories from 
a thousand years ago, saved on this rock, show how the animals and perhaps even a big hairy man. <laughs> a very sad big hairy man. A sad hairy man adapted to the people taking over. Mm. But they don't, at least the yokut and in the interviews that they had done during the story, didn't find, they weren't very forthcoming with anything. Okay, interesting. Either because they didn't really know much about it, or because like the National Guard, they're also <laughs> covering something up. <laughs> of course, of, of course. course. Which brings us to our next source. <laughs> Speaking of conspiracies. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, so clearly these documents indicate that we can't trust the government for our information on Bigfoot. Yeah. And they're just, they don't know, they don't know jack don't about know jack. Bigfoot. Fuck all about big. Um, so here I have a couple, uh, couple findings by yours truly, the American people of the West Coast, uh, who have had Bigfoot encounters, Bigfoot stories to tell, or perhaps even a footprint or um, a locket of Bigfoot's hair. Ooh. So I mentioned this, I believe, in the first episode. The very first recorded sighting, uh, written recorded sighting, not from Native Americans, but in just um, media, was in 1958. I believe it was in October by a construction worker who saw a rather large uh, footprint in the ground. And so they took a mold of it. You can actually still see this um, footprint. I believe it is in North California. Is it Willow Creek? Um, but it's like the Bigfoot capital of the Americas. Uh, but there, yeah, everything there, they have like a Bigfoot motel. They have a cage there for when they actually catch Bigfoot so they can just parade him around like a fucking animal. <laughs> nice. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, so that was the first, that really spurred the idea of like, maybe there's something out here in these woods. Um, then we get to 1967. So approximately nine years after this newspaper recording, we get the first film footage of Bigfoot. And... You, listener, and you, co-host Taryn, have likely seen this picture, or this image, of uh, a large, ape-like, bipedal figure kind of walking in the woods, and it turns and looks almost directly at the camera as they're recording it. Frame 352 of the Patterson-Gimlin film. Yes, Patterson-Gimlin film. 352, the most iconic Bigfoot frame. And this is the, the most... Um, uh, tangible, quote-unquote, evidence that we have of Bigfoot's existence. So yeah, it was made, this film was made by Roger Patterson and Bob Gimlin. Um, I watched a shitty documentary <laughs> called... There are a lot there, of shitty oh, documentaries yeah. about Bigfoot. So the History Channel had this awesome TV show called Monster Quest. Monster where Quest. Where they went on a quest to find the validity of monstrous sightings and so they did a whole one on bigfoot um so they they took apart the uh patterson gimlin film and they <laughs> in the show in the documentary and they did what's called a microscopic film analysis microscopic so they looked film. at the film from the, the the actual film the tape reel mm. and with a microscope looked closely at each frame to see if they could garner any more information on Bigfoot. And? They really didn't, dog. They really didn't. <laughs> they it's really a, it's didn't. blurry as is. That that <laughs> film, if you see it, you know. It's just blurry as shit. It was so, what? I think it was like micro- a 16 millimeter camera yeah. in 1967. Yeah. So it's blurry woods. as shit. It did absolutely fucking nothing 
to to prove that this was real or fabricated this film um and then they fucking they did some dumbass shit where they like <laughs> they cruelly drew faces on that that frame where it's looking back it's what like, they just drew look, faces look over at its jowls look at its cheekbone structure in this drawing it looks ape-like it was just so dumb i've <laughs> I've seen that. I watched a video on YouTube as well. There was an anthropologist, I believe it's University of Ohio. Or maybe it's Berkeley. <laughs> <laughs> One university of, them. of Ohio. <laughs> was some university okay. like anthropology professor sure. uh, was breaking down why he thinks it's not a person in a costume. Do you think it's a person in a costume? Oh, yeah. So that's the big debate of this evidence is that it looks like it's just... It's either Bigfoot or it's a man in a monkey costume that is very heavy. So, okay, continue in this University of Ohio or Berkeley. Ohio. <laughs> Stanford. Um, <laughs> Stanford. <laughs> no. It um, cites, uh, I believe it's the second Planet of the Apes movie or the first one, oh. which came out, I believe, that year or around then. And he's like, and this film won an Oscar for its costume design. And he's like, look at the apes in this movie. They don't look like real fucking people. Yeah. It looks like a dude in a monkey costume. Mm-hmm. No, look at this picture of Bigfoot. <laughs> and then he like, he now would break down, he'd do like side by side comparisons of like what the muscle structure would have to look like under these suits for this to be a real creature. Mm-hmm. And uh, he notes a lot of things. He's like, you can see the traps in Bigfoot. You can see the separation in the muscles of like its front arms. He's got some thigh action going on. Wow. You can see all that. He also notes that while it's walking, he went out and he teamed up with, I think, someone from like one of the History Channel yeah. things. I think Classic like, History I think Channel. it's one of the Finding Bigfoot guys. Yeah. Because that guy has one of the largest collections of Bigfoot footprints oh. in the world. And they were analyzing the one from that because I believe he also has that as well. Mm-hmm. And he talks about like the springiness that would have to be in the foot. If it was like one of those 1960s ape costumes and it would it would be flat-footed. Yeah. And it would walk awkwardly, but this one has like flexibility, uh-huh. uh, a little more mobility in the foot, which he also cites in the video. Hmm. That's Interesting. His, that's his compelling evidence as he, as that's he breaks funny. it down. <laughs> the, um, oh, oh, what's it called? Monster Quest documentary also had a... Had a had a swing at this Bigfoot costume. Oh yeah, what they have to say? Well, a uh, I believe it was an anthropology professor as well in the University of Minnesota decided to recreate the Bigfoot walk. Recreate. And so his idea was that a, a normal human couldn't walk like Bigfoot, <laughs> um, and so they had a a student athlete come in. Gotta get the student athlete. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Someone very fit. They didn't even put a costume on or anything. They had him stand in the room, and then they tried to replicate the camera angle and the athlete walking frame by frame to see if a human could replicate walking like a Bigfoot. How desperate do you think that poor kid is for a scholarship? Oh, oh, incredibly. (laughs) How desperate do you think that fucking professor is? (laughs) To do a dumbass experiment like this. Oh, man. So, yeah. And <laughs> the documentary is all like, the athlete could not replicate Bigfoot's movements. It's like, no, he fucking could. Dude. If you want to watch somebody walk, you actually have to see them in motion. Having them go frame by frame and yeah. holding a position while your dumbass professor takes a fuck ton of 
uh, pictures to make sure it lines up frame by frame with the film. To make sure it looks it's just, right. Yeah, it's like, that's, you know, I don't know. You that doesn't make ex- sense at all to just, yeah, obviously if I'm fucking tilted like this and my left foot is in the air and my back hand and is And I gotta here, hold it. Like, yeah, this is gonna be uncomfortable and hard to balance. But if I'm walking in a steady motion, that is a lot different. If you get Bigfoot's cadence down, of course no student athlete's going to do that. You no. get Willem Dafoe <laughs> and ask need, him. You need a B-list actor for that. You need a that. fucking actor out there. <laughs> and a damn good one. Yeah, like, for real. <laughs> <laughs> study Bigfoot. you got to get in their head. Yeah, you, you got a method act. You just got He's a just me- fucking hiding out in the woods in the for woods. like three months. Just eating berries. and. <laughs> I think he'd nail the walk he after would. doing that. Definitely. So, there's a lot of controversy around this film. A, a fuck ton. Um, and truly, I mean, these these two experiments that we've relayed to you just seem like they're on utter dog shit grounds. Uh, <laughs> they just don't seem like they're doing... We did three. Three. There was the fucking microscopic film analysis. Ah, uh, yes. The, um, the walk. The, the Stanford experiment. And then this, yeah, the walk one. Um, these, yeah. It, and it seems just like... <laughs> They're reaching. If I'm, it's this is my personal of... Bigfoot take. <laughs> <laughs> They're reaching. They definitely are. It does. I think a lot of the Bigfoot uh, analysis that's come in isn't really taking into account like the scientific method. Not at all. Of like you know your hypothesis is just that, but you get, at the end of the day, it's the facts that you find that may dictate where you go from there. Exactly. That one study that we discussed last episode, the 2012 one. Yes. Where they were comparing all the hair samples. They did that. They were like, we will give it our best scientific shot. Send us your Bigfoot evidence. Yeah. Most mm-hmm. of it debunked. But oh, what came out of yeah. it was potentially a new like, subspecies of polar bear or one thought extinct. Yeah. Which is very cool. Which and we'll get into cool. on the next episode. Yeah. And, you know, pursuing that would be within the bounds of the scientific process. Yeah. Or, you know, trying a new angle. Certainly. But, yeah. but looking at a film that was <laughs> filmed in 1967. By two rodeo boys. Yeah. Literally looking for Bigfoot and they find <laughs> it. It is, uh, it's difficult to conjure up that there isn't some sort of bias at play if you're trying to do an experiment like that. Yeah. Um, okay. Let's see. We have, uh, oh God. Yeah. This, this documentary was just all over the place. Listener, truly. If you want to see this, it's entertaining. Um, they talked about some just like they were on hiking trails and they would see indentations in the trail. And they're like, look, that looks like a big footprint. Uh, but it's literally just like de- <laughs> de-elevated dirt <laughs> in the ground. Like there's no actual print. There's no mud or anything. Oh, my God. dude, Those are my favorite from those fucking History Channel ones. Oh, where it's yeah. just like a patch of some fucking grass that the cameraman laid on. And they're uh-huh. like this... Yeah, and they fucking highlight, look, here's the impression of the leg. Yes, here you can see the exact shape of Bigfoot. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Um, This this documentary also included a woman expedition. Uh, The hypothesis behind this was that Bigfoot are lured to to women. And so a group of five women researchers went out into the woods uh, near Mount Rainier. They set up a bunch of cameras and camped there for uh, maybe a little over a week trying to capture if anything would come creep it, creep up on them at night. Uh, Bigfoot exclusively. And during the day, they would go, <laughs> and try to call Bigfoot to them in some sort of sadistic <laughs> mating ritual. They just went out and did a mating ritual for a yeah. week. 
Yeah, and so... Fucking Bigfoot's harem out in the woods. Yeah, at the end of the day, or at the end of the experiment, rather, they came and got all their... The cameras are motion sensor capturing, mm-hmm. capturing cameras. So if there was motion detected, then, okay, yeah, you know, it would take a picture. And so a lot of this was, like, deer and elk. One of them, it was a fucking smudge on the top right corner of the picture. And they were like, oh, what do you think this is? This looks a little interesting, a little blurry blurry image up here oh, dude, when the history channel gets their hands on some blurry footage oh yeah well this over. is <laughs> this is the funniest fucking part because then the next image shows the same exact frame but cars going through they had a fucking camera pointed towards a road <laughs> so like first of all they're not gonna find bigfoot according to the myths because they're reclusive why would they be near why would a road? Be just by a fucking road yeah so that and then second of all why would you fucking be surprised that oh look a smudge it could be bigfoot no it's the tail end of a car that has sped past fucking your camera. mud flap yeah <laughs> that shit was that it was so dumb they had a similar experiment but it was actually deep into the kind of isolated parts of mount rainier um and they kept their cameras out there for 30 days but all they found were just um, deer, deer and elk. No Bigfoot sighting. And that was like pretty remote part. Like it was a, a dude said it was about a seven hour horseback ride to get there. Oh, wow. So, yeah. And that's that's pretty reclusive. That's I feel like a they didn't find any Bigfoot evidence at all. Hmm. Uh, a couple more crazy just crackpot theories. There's one guy and you can look him up too, the Sasquatch killer. Sasquatch yeah, killer. Yeah, he claims he killed a child Sasquatch. And I believe this is in California. But, um, yeah, him and his buddy were going hunting. And he did this whole interview. He's like, yeah, I knew I was going to kill. I was going out there to kill something. <laughs> the American hunting way. I'm going out and to so, kill. And so, yeah, me and my buddy, we, <laughs> we looked out into this field and we saw two, like, two hairy creatures on their, their hind legs. So naturally, I wanted to shoot. (laughs) And so he says he shoots the adult Bigfoot, and it scrambles away. But then two children Bigfoot come out, and he shoots one square in the neck and um, kills it. Or so he thinks, and he goes to investigate it, and he, like, picks it up and looks at it, and it opens its eyes. And he sees, like, the whites of its eyes like it's something human. Uh, And, yeah, he was even asked, he's like, well, did you take pictures of it? He's like, well, I didn't think about that at the time. <laughs> I was just hunting. I was <laughs> you know, just, just hunting. Shit. And so he says, no, I didn't recover the body either. I was so scared by what I saw that I buried it. Or, like, I just buried it. Yeah, and he didn't even bury He just covered, tw- like, covered the thing in twigs and branches and shit. And that was that. Uh, but he came back three weeks later after snow and possible animal predation. To find that it was completely missing from where he buried Whoa. it. I know. And he pulled a hair sample from where it was laying. Guess what that hair sample was in this genetic test? Because they submitted it to this, yeah. what you were talking about. Um, pubes. No. <laughs> it was brown bear. Brown hair. bear hair. Yeah. And so, and like, it was, uh, this, this is a different documentary, by the way, that, that had this account. But, um, this is called the Bigfoot Files. Bigfoot. Equally, this one is actually good and it's more scientifically driven than conspiracy driven. Mm. But the dude asked him, he's all like, like, you know, what if you're, if it comes back and it's not Bigfoot? He's like, well, part of me is going to be relieved. And, uh, he comes back with the, the evidence. He's like, this is brown bear DNA. <laughs> and he's like, oh. <laughs> 
<laughs> the dude was like, so what are you going to do now? He's like, I guess I'm going to go home and cry for a couple days. <laughs> and that was it. That was... <laughs> so this man claimed he found Bigfoot, killed a Bigfoot child, grabbed a hair sample of Bigfoot child, and then <laughs> it was revealed that it wasn't Bigfoot at all. It was brown bear fur. I don't know. That... That's... There's just... That one to me looks like it was more looking for clout. Than... Looks like he was like okay. It looks like he mm-hmm. killed a baby brown bear and wanted some clout. Yeah, and I'm sure there's laws against killing a baby brown bear. It probably is. <laughs> Mate, I don't. Are know. you even supposed to hunt bears? I know. Well, certainly in self defense cases, but otherwise yeah. the bear populations are pretty tame. They seem to be doing all right. Yeah. So I don't know, but there's so much shady shit going on about that story. First of all, if you see Bigfoot. Why would you shoot it instead of trying to take a picture of it? Yeah. Like he know, went out there to kill. He went out and, and by he golly, <laughs> he's gonna kill. <laughs> Doesn't matter. Could have been an alien species from a different planet. <laughs> right between the eyes. Fucking Dinner's lost on the hiker. table. Yeah. <laughs> so a lost hiker, did you say? <laughs> oh my god. I saw him with an orange vest. <laughs> That's not normal. That's a no, and I know no God-fearing animal would be wearing that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, the conspiracy theories are massive. There are They're so high. fucking many Bigfoot sightings and counter stories. But at the end of the day, there's still very little evidence that a Bigfoot actually exists. Yeah. Scientifically garnered evidence. There's lots of prints. Many So prints, many boot prints. Or footprints, rather. Footprints. Probably boot prints. <laughs> probably probably. Yeah, they just dusted over their the bottom of their boots. So in this in this <laughs> region that we're talking about right now, this Western America region, yeah. what would you say the cultural influence? I think it is tourism. That's like I said. I think it was Willow Creek. We can double check this. Um, just look at Bigfoot Capital, North California. That whole town is basically into Bigfoot. Everything is Bigfoot. It's a great tourist attraction, and they're all believers of Bigfoot too. It almost acts more like a religion than it does like a crypt, that makes sense. Reminds me of, yeah, it's Willow Creek. Willow Creek. Reminds yeah. me of Roswell, New Mexico. Yep. As like the alien hub. Yeah. Their mm-hmm. entire, I went there and it, yeah, their entire personality is just aliens. Aliens. <laughs> it's well, everywhere. Every yeah. gift shop, every mini golf place, every restaurant. It's all it's alien. It's all themed theme. around aliens. Yeah. Yeah. And I feel like that's the same with um, kind of the Western coast. For sure. Bigfoot is interesting because it's almost like a cultural hysteria of like one person has a sighting and then suddenly the whole town has spotted yeah, it. Yeah, now everyone's seen Bigfoot. You said yeah. a dude got, he got diddled by a Bigfoot? <laughs> I did. <laughs> that, that happened? Yeah. Um, got, she knobbed him or whatever yeah, she did? Yeah, yeah. Bigfoot, female book, Bigfoot. Uh, <laughs> let me look up the the title of it because it is just crazy. Um, I like this article about Willow Creek. It talks about uh, the Bigfoot Motel. It's like as a reporter searching for Sasquatch seekers, I'd say Bigfoot has thus far brought nothing but good luck to me. I've hit the jackpot. <laughs> <laughs> good for him. Man had sex with Bigfoot. He's got a YouTube channel. I'm trying to find that. Maybe it has it in this. This they is got a, a Bigfoot burger at this place that looks like just a big sub with a patty cut to fit it. 
a Bigfoot burger, huh? A Bigfoot burger. Wow. Why is Isaac so keen? Female Bigfoot forced me to have sex. That sounds like something Logan Paul would post. <laughs> it really is. <laughs> it really is. Um, oh, bro. Is, is this channel deleted? What happened? Sounds like a lot's happened since you last looked this up. Yeah. It's been... It's been a while. Do you think the female Bigfoot's alma mater has disavowed her? She was like, <laughs> say that again. <laughs> her alma mater has disavowed her. She was like forced to resign <laughs> because she had sex job. with a human. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. She had an HR. Bigfoot has been canceled, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> <laughs> Got him. I'm trying to find. You his, uh... keep it up. You're gonna find yourself on a tube that's less than academic. The account has been terminated for violating YouTube's community <laughs> guidelines. <laughs> no way! <laughs> wow, that's tragic. Okay. Well, that's unfortunate. Peter Kane dog training has been removed. May he rest in peace. Damn. What do you think the National Guard is doing to Peter Kane? They're right probably now? torturing him. Saying, yeah. take down, <laughs> you know, you know what you've done to us? Take down the video. <laughs> the damage you know has already the been done. political ramifications of getting knobbed by a Bigfoot are? <laughs> Do you have any idea what you've done? <laughs> oh, man. Oh, yeah. Well, anyway, Peter Kane was a prolific Bigfoot enthusiast. I'll bet. Uh, and in fact, this female Bigfoot forced me to have sex video was viral for a time. A couple million views. <laughs> wow. Uh, and he had a couple follow-up videos as well. Uh, one of them being <laughs> he saw his hybrid Bigfoot human <laughs> child <laughs> because he impregnated that, that female Bigfoot. Oh my god. That, that is, assaulted him in the woods. The Lisan I'll give the Bigfoots is out there. Yeah. It's gonna bridge the world. It is. He's gonna bring peace to the Bigfoot the Bigfoot controversy that his mother <laughs> his mother wrought. He's gonna bring peace to the big feet. Yeah. Wow. So yeah, I mean, long story short, conspiracy theories are up the ass with Bigfoot. Shit's just crazy. That's that's all there is to it. Hmm. Anything else? Um, no, I mean, Bigfoot is such a cultural phenomenon. It is. Both locally in whatever region it's being discussed. Yeah. Um, the Yowie, the, the Yeti, Florida one, fucking Falk monster, Grassman, the Mulligan monster, the Yeren. Yeah. Orang Pendek in Indonesia. All this shit is, I don't know, it's hard to say. It is that fearful fascination. I think that, mm -hmm. oh shit, did we not get them all? <laughs> <laughs> they're coming back with a vengeance. They're coming back. I bet they're not happy. Yeah, bro. They developed a smallpox immunity. Fuck. <laughs> They've just been developing a smallpox virus bomb in the woods. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Bigfoot is interesting. Um, yeah, I think the most interesting fact of Bigfoot is that it is, like the mermaid, just everywhere. Everywhere, at least where there seems to be high elevation or uh, gross areas of isolation, whether it's just, yeah, I mean, yeah, it's it's a sought-after creature that appears to not exist as far as science is concerned. Yeah, I feel like if it did exist in the capacity 
than it would that, you know, everyone in every fucking small town in California is seeing one on a weekly basis. Mm-hmm. There would be more documented evidence. Much more. Of it. Less blurry images. Yeah. Less shitty 1967 film reels. <laughs> yeah. Film reel analyses. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, if you have spotted a Bigfoot listener, or have a really awesome, like hyper cringy Bigfoot documentary yes. slash article, oh, send it our way. Send it to us. We can post our email in the description. We'll also post the link to our socials. I'm going to hold me to it as I find the cringiest videos and research I can. Be sharing them online. All right, I'll hold you to it. Yes, <laughs> I will try. I will try. <laughs> Oh, yeah, we'll put them in the description. The two documentaries um, for this video, that being, uh, what was it? Monster something? Monster Hunt? Sure. I don't know. Well, Monster Hunters, Bigfoot. Monster Hunter World. Big Fussy. Yeah, Bigfoot plus. Files and um, Monster Quest. YouTube. Uh, yeah, it's all on YouTube, which is very nice. So, yeah. That's that's the gist of Bigfoot. Next week, I think we're going to dig into the Himalayan Yes, Yeti. go to the Himalayan Yeti. Cool. Nice. Okay. So, good. Look forward to it. Get hyped. Woo. Thank you. Don't forget to like, share, review, uh, subscribe. download, subscribe, share with your friends. Share with your friends. Share with your history teacher. Share with your math teacher. <laughs> yeah. This doesn't have to be exclusive to history. This is... Share with your health teacher and ask him what the possibility of a human Bigfoot hybrid is. Share with the dean of your school. Yeah. Ask him where Bigfoot ask babies him. come from. Ask them to, to put this podcast on during the morning announcement. <laughs> okay. See you next week. Thank Peace. you.